This is a podcast now production. So Zara, this is a very exciting episode. Talk about an adrenaline rush. Uh, today's guest is. Yeah, I'm so excited to have Raha Maharik, an inspirational woman and the first Saudi woman to climb Mount Everest. I mean, that is just so incredible. And she gave us a real insight of what it's like to be a mountaineer and how she went against the norm when it comes to Middle Eastern culture and to reach the peak of her career, which is very, very inspirational. Yeah, she gave us a lot of inspo material. There's a lot of just good vibes, good energy coming up. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. Yes, and this is Candid with uh, Hanin and Zara. Don't forget to subscribe. So, Raha, hello. Hi. Hi. Tell us uh, all about yourself in 30 seconds. Oh, good God. Raham <laughs> Harrag uh, from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, was always a bit of a rebel, um, grew up being very creative, uh, went down the creative path. It was amazing until recently, well, now it's a long ago, uh, social you know, norms and standards came knocking and decided that you needed to settle down and get married. I freaked out, decided to go and kind of break the stereotype. Um, and I discovered mountaineering and it made me fall in love with a new version of myself and, you know, breaking the norms. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That was 30 seconds. I know. That I'm impressed. Spot on. <sighs> okay. okay. That was tough. No, it was no, good. You nailed you it. Did you well. nailed it. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you, you said you left creativity and found mountaineering, mm. right? Creativity as a as a job. As a job. So what what was your job before? So I worked in Leo Burnett as a creative director. For how long? So for four years. Well, if you count the the, the donkey years as a as an intern, of uh, course. four years of of being. Uh, I loved it. I truly loved my time at Leo, and I have family there till now. So but then, why did you get that urge? Yeah, to what leave? was that like moment? It wasn't or? me. So my f- my father, bless him, and he always takes credit, even though he, it was negative, decided that, listen, you you can't stay in your in the UAE on your own. Muhammad, my brother, uh, who Zahra knows, and you, you met him as well. I'm sure he was in the US. Mm, yeah. Muhammad. Um, hi, Muhammad. <laughs> and uh, he moved to Spain for, to do his master's, so I was left alone here. So my father was like, you can't be there on your own. You have to come back to Saudi. You know, the typical thing that catches up with you. And that's when I was like, you know, panic. And I wanted to do something that was completely mine, completely for me. Like um, the final hurrah before like settling down. And I never imagined that mountaineering would would f- suit me so. I never imagined mountaineering would... I don't know. I, I fell know. in love with it. Like, it's hard for me to explain. It's not a very... Yeah, had you tried it before? Yeah. Was no. this something like Zero. out of the blue? Zero. It's I, not a very common thing people would just fall into. Exactly. So. <laughs> and it was like, I thought I was going to go and climb a mountain, which is the highest peak in, in Africa, mm. li- which I genuinely thought was a fruit. When the lady, when I heard Kilimanjaro for the first time, <laughs> I'm like, isn't that a fruit? She's like, uh, no, it's the highest peak in Africa. I didn't imagine that that would be a the beginning of this new era of my life and a new version of myself. I didn't, I never imagined that something so random would end up being such a definitive part of my, 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 my history, my legacy. But that just, I love this sharing this point and telling people that I had no idea, but I knew that it was something new. I knew that it was something I needed to explore for myself. That, that's the thing that I always tell people you don't always know where you're going, but you need to know that you need to go. You mm. need to move. You can't just be like, oh, I'm, I got, you know, job, tick, you know, husband, tick, yeah. eh, tick, tick, great, and sit down because that's not what it means to live because mm. you need to always challenge yourself. So I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> but, but my question is, is how did you even think, like when, if I were to say, I want to change, I want to do something different, I wouldn't think mountaineering. Know, right? <laughs> yeah, like it's not crochet. You yeah. know? You don't, it's not like just easy. I know, right? Um, I went through a process of trying to find something to, mm. to, to I, I love my parents, but to piss them off. I went through a process <laughs> of what can I do now? Because you have to imagine that I had just was forced 
um, to hand in my resignation because my father was like, he put his foot down. He's like, no, you're moving back. Mm-hmm. Like, done. So I handed my resignation with all the heaviness in my heart and I'm like, I need to do something because I had a few months free between not having a job and moving back. So I'm like, what am I going to do with these you know, few months? And then I was a- actively looking for something and that's when I opened, I guess, myself to the universe and like, what can I do that's for me? And... I, I always tell people to follow this this kind of curious um, calling or hunger because that's when you end up outside your comfort zone. So randomly, this girl randomly said that. I didn't even know her well at the time. She's like, oh, I'm climbing Kilimanjaro. And randomly, when she spoke about mountaineering, and I thought, it's travel, I love travel. It's adventures, I love adventures. It's sport, I love sports. It's, you know, a new thing. Oh, it's it's going to drive my parents insane. Like, oh, perfect, you know. <laughs> Imagine, like, yeah. I went back, my, my dad was like, marriage, I'm like, mountains. So yeah. I went back with completely contrasting ideas. But it was... I don't know how to explain how when something is meant to be, if you are brave enough to follow your gut, you will end up there. Like mm. what's meant for you in the world will come to you, but you need to also walk towards it. You can't just sit there and be like, oh, I wish, oh, I want. Wishing is nice. Wanting is nice, but you need to get off your ass and, you yeah. know, take the leap. Yeah, you know? I know that's so true. And I love that. And I love that you said that because that fear holds back so, so many, many people. people. Yeah, I think it's the fear that is the biggest like yeah. thing that paralyzes people. So it's really cool that you went for it. Yeah. Fear of failure is such an underrated, you know, uh, enemy mm. that people don't realize. I've heard so many amazing people say, oh, I wish I could, but. Yeah. Even before they start on the journey. I like to say I'm raising my hand here. <laughs> I've used a lot of buts. (laughs) Yeah, we tend, and I think it's programming. It's bad programming. Mm. We tend to be like, but what if they? What would they say? Especially some parts of the world are a bit more harsher towards women when it comes to failing. Mm -hmm. I was told you're never going to succeed. No one's going to marry you. No one. Well, I'm not married yet, so that prophecy has not been broken yet. No, I'm sure it's coming. I mean, I don't. It doesn't bother me, but. It, they meant that I would be a pariah. Yeah. And I'm not. And uh, that I won't succeed. I, I'm not. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I made what I made my dream into a career. So, so many people just are too afraid to even take the first step out of fear of failure. And that's detrimental mm. to so many amazing people. We're all born with incredible uh, uh, aspirations, incredible potential. All of us. It's the people that hold on to their childish curiosity and their love of the unknown are the ones that make things out of life. They're the ones that history remembers. So it's it's really hard to actually, you know, remove this this veil and see for see mm. what we do to ourselves because we do program ourselves to think, oh, I can't all oh the time. God. I mean, I wish I had my notes and like a pen. <laughs> you're like, the mm. things you're coming out with, I'm like, oh my this God, is so like morning inspo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. You're kind of overstepping my question. I'm so. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but we I'm love excited. it. The more you say, the better. We love that. Okay, so what what's interesting is that this is something you did, like you said, to piss off your parents. Sorry. No, it's great. We love that. You well, know, that as much as pro- we love our parents, we want to piss but them off. But can I just tell you that now, whenever, because my dad now loves giving interviews, he's like, you know, my daughter climbed the mountain because of me. And the interviewer would be like, but Mr. Maharak, you told her no. Exactly. <laughs> Because I said, no, she went. Yeah. If I didn't say no, she wouldn't go. I'm like, that doesn't work, dad. You can't take credit. He's like, yes, I can. Like he, my, They take credit. Well, yeah. to, in my mom's defense, she was always very understanding. But mm. my dad was like, no. It's he always ta- the Middle Eastern takes, fathers. Takes, yeah. yeah. credit for it now. That's being dads. Yeah. yeah. Dads. We got to love them, though. Yeah. So, so what was it when you first told him? Because this is something you said you wanted to start uh also because you didn't want to go back to Saudi. So what was your dad's reaction? Like, how did you deal with all that? Because that alone, just telling your father, I mean, I don't know about you, Hanin, but if there's something that I want to do that's out of the norm of what we're known to be doing in the Middle East, yeah. I would, the fear of just telling my father yes, is enough. Yeah. yeah, I always tell people, so I've been on really horrible situation, horrible mountain situations, uh, people losing limb and life you know i've been in like movie type 
situations. Sending my dad the email that I sent him was one of the scariest. Oh, so it was my email. My so you emailed him. <laughs> so it so started, wasn't a face-to-face thing. So it started off as a call. So here's the thing. I didn't, I wasn't against going back to Saudi. I just didn't like on what terms I was going mm, back. Because yeah. it was like, you know, yalla, yalla, aris, aris. And as soon as that oh. came to me, I was like, anxiety. Because I was like, I, 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 again, disclaimer, my mom always says, don't mention you don't want to get married. They will think you are against marriage. I am not yeah. against marriage. I just didn't think it would fit me to get married traditionally. I wanted to meet the person mm. on the mountain or the airport or yeah. beach or, you know, whatever. I, I don't, I didn't want the traditional route, which is my right. Everyone has their thing. So the, the, the conversation was via phone call. So I was here, he was in Jeddah. I was in Dubai. I called him. I'm like, hi, daddy. How are you? And my dad knows me. He's like, uh, what happened? What do you want? Do you want money? Ishfi. <laughs> like, he, dad. Like, he knows. And yeah. I'm like, you know, since I have some time off, I decided to go climb the high speak Africa. And I gave him, like, a whole Wikipedia page of information about Africa, Tanzania and the GDP of Tanzania. And, the oh, yeah. and he was like, uh, no. Oh. It was like, I always say this. He just said, no, Habibti, no. I, and he also said, "No matter what, inshallah." Oh yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what oh. is it with dads that think that once you're married, then you can do you're whatever, whatever you want? You're someone else's responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> like you get married and then do whatever the hell you want to do, and then climb the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and then, the, but I think for him it was safety more than anything. Mm. But it it bothered me clearly. Like, of course. If I was Muhammad, I think he would have bought him the ticket. See, I that is yeah, and I I know my dad's sweet. He's one of the ni- like, I love him. He's uh, incredible human being. Allah Khalilia, he's awesome. He doesn't have like he's not a mean father. Mm. He isn't, but he, he he was stereotypically yeah. It's saying, the culture. It's the culture. Nothing personal against nothing, them. They're nothing wonderful against fathers. Them. Exactly. But, yeah. um, but then again, f- parents evolve. But mm. like everything else, so I I hung up. I didn't want to overstep because it was like a very harsh. No. Yeah. No. You know when to, you know step, when to back step back when the dad says no. Yeah. So he said no. I drove home and I was like fuming. Fuming. It was Ramadan. I couldn't sleep. Fuming. <laughs> I was so angry at him. So in an attempt to try to sleep, I decided to write a letter or a modern day letter, like an email. And I'd never had in the intention to send it. I never thought I would actually send it. But I'm like, this is pretty good. So I wrote honestly everything that he taught me in it. I told him, you're the one that made me believe I can do everything I wanted. You're the one that made me believe in myself, in who I am, in my dreams. Why are you telling me now I can't do this? You told me I can, you know, fly as high as I want, but now you're telling me only as far as your gender arouse, you know? And I was, it really bothered me because I knew it came from his love. I knew that it came from, but it also came from this bit of a prejudice towards being a woman. Um, And yeah, I, I, I um, spell checked it, respell checked it, and then again, and then I I sent it, and I remember I re- distinctly remember the f- sinking feeling after sending, like pressing send. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> um, but I didn't regret asking for it. Good, I, and that's when you know, mm-hmm. like I didn't regret. I, I was afraid of his response, but I didn't regret asking for what I wanted, and that's when you know, like when you. You know, scared. You know, yeah. And you know, you did the right thing. You 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 did what's what's meant. Mm. Jinx. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so what? I mean, there's a lot of suspense here. Yeah. What, what was the yeah. what was the response? So the response was silence. <gasps> the worst, the worst kind of response. <laughs> he went quiet. Um, he. Me, my parents speak a lot. My dad almost calls me every day. Typical dad, uh, two second phone call. Hello, all good. Uh, yeah. Bye. Like yeah. typical like dad phone. Call. He just ignored me. And me, me having a uh, mashallah such a good relationship with my mom. I had pre spoke to her before mm-hmm. I spoke to my dad, telling him that I telling her that I want to climb Kilimanjaro. She's like, ah, oh, you need to tell your dad this one. Like mm-hmm. I cannot help you. <laughs> like I leave me out of it. Um. So I told him like I asked him i sent him an email and she's like he hasn't said anything to me and i'm like oh my god but you know what that's a good sign because he's trying to absorb everything i think he was absorbing it or he just didn't see it i don't know <laughs> no we'd like to think he was really trying to take it take in it in i think he was. It yeah, yeah it wasn't immediate no yeah like the first time. that's always a good sign yeah. as well yeah. i think i have a feeling it's better got than lost no. in his inbox 
my dad being my dad. Do you think, do, but he responded he eventually. eventually, eventually responded with one line. He, he said, you're crazy. I love you. Go for it. Oh, see? Oh my God, I got Yeah, goosebumps. I get goosies every time I remember my this moment. And then he, I literally called him. I'm like, hey, are you serious? Can I go? He's like, yes, but you need to explain to your mother, mother that you don't take a shower for yeah. a week. <laughs> Wow, that's so that's so so nice that yeah. he went. But you know what? I I like your tactic. You used all the things that he has thrown at you oh, all I, the I time. I dirty. Yeah, like using his own words. Yeah. I think that's the way to do yeah. it. I yeah. threw his ammunition back. Like yeah. he, he he really armed me with the belief that I can be anything I wanted, and I can you know. I was such a horrible student in school because I was I had I was dyslexic. I had issues. You know grades and he was always very supportive of me so he in throughout my life has supported me to be who I am he used to leave post-its all around our house like in my window and like the oh, door and he leaves so you're great and you know he, th- that's my what my dad used to do so you instilled in me in this and yeah. you can't fault me for using it in the moment I need it so I kind of I played dirty I threw it back at him (laughs) no that's good and you know what this also reminds us that just ask you know even though you think oh he might not say no he might say no especially for us Middle Mm -hmm. Easterners where our father's opinion and our father's um uh what's the word permission to do things is important it doesn't hurt to ask and I I, how many people have you met that say I was too afraid Mm -hmm. to ask and I'm like you especially us you won't get anywhere without your you 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 might get there but like half a human if you have to choose between your family especially Mm -hmm. in our culture and who you want to be so some people don't even have the courage to ask their family you can challenge guess what people you can challenge your Mm -hmm. your parents views because it needs evolution sometimes it's not disrespectful if it's done right mm. like be, always respect each other yeah. it's never in anger it's never with hate people don't even ask like yeah. I, i've met so many women throughout my journey that say oh i dreamt of x but why like yeah. i've dreamt of this thing but and then they tell me some excuse that oh my dad said no and for example she wanted to be an engineer or whatever i'm like what do you mean like how could you how could you just let it go mm. so and it's not easy and no no and people think that you like i get this comment yeah but your parents are open minded i'm like no no, like, no. you 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 know <laughs> no, like, you fought for what you, you fight for in. it yeah. you both sides like they fought to keep me you know in a good term with them and i fought to keep them like it's it's yeah. a, it's, it's a two-way street it's a two-way street because with, a, with any relationship exactly mm-hmm. so how could you think of a parent-child relationship as anything else other than a normal any other relationship like mm-hmm. communication is important being honest is important having a dialogue and there's a big like wall have you noticed like a lot of people there's a huge wall yeah there's nothing scary than the girl looking at me and saying, you know, I dreamt of this, but they forced me to marry whatever. And I look at them, I'm like, how could you just like... Mm. Well, I know there are certain families that are that don't come out of that bubble that they're in. And I understand that. But there's always, but there's always other room. ways. There's always ways to get to where you want to go. Of course, it being a reasonable thing you want to do. Exactly. You know? But uh, again, this falls under the umbrella of respecting your culture respecting who you are respecting your background there are things that are not acceptable you 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 know as long as you have that on your side then you should not be able to not achieve the dream of being an engineer or being a pilot if if you're a woman or or being an awesome mom and also being an architect like you should you shouldn't be able to choose and again I, i culturally there are things that are not acceptable because yeah. we are part of this yeah. part of the world but if it's we clearly know it's yeah <laughs> what are the things that are like a big no-no no, yeah. the red lines are clear the, it's yeah. clear like it's clear what are the things you can't and kind of do but when it comes to major things like what you study who you marry mm. you know where you live that's t- that's yeah. your choices it's your it's you know yeah no i totally totally agree and i love all that i'm glad you mentioned that that just asking and as tough it is as it is you should just ask anyway you never know what the response will be yeah. you'll never know where it'll take you yeah but what i'm also interested in is 
at any point, whether you were halfway up the mountain or just starting off, did you ever doubt yourself and think, oh, crap, this was not a good choice. Why am I in this? Okay, there are days where you wake up, it's day number, I don't know, 20, and you haven't showered, and like you smell, and you're like tired, and you know, oh, missing toenails, and you wake up thinking, oh my God, what am I here? Why am I here? I've been through that, of course, I'm human. But have I ever th- thought of giving up? No. It, ne- it never acro- crossed my mind. But there are there were days where I thought, oh, I'm never going to climb again because this is just too much uh, pain. But that didn't last long. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't last longer than you know the duration of whatever I'm suffering because I don't know how to give up. It's just not my character. But there are oh there are days where you you're like is is that me that smells? You're like is that. <laughs> is that coming from me? Is that yeah. from me? It's like, oh, I'm, and usually I'm climbing with men because it's majority of people teams are male. Mm. It's just a type of sport. So, and no offense to guys, but they smell worse. Oh, no, yes. no offense to them, but it's just their, I think it's no their, offense. They need no. to stay clean. <laughs> no, but I think haram. I think it's their the it's testosterone their, yes. just is m- more potent than mm. than estrogen. I yes. think. And my man, their feet, their feet comes from a different dimension. They f- why do their feet smell so much? <laughs> anyway, off, off topic. Um, yeah, let's not talk about, let's smelly, talk about feet. smelly feet. I'm just curious, other than the obvious part, which is the physical part, what's the hardest thing about climbing a Mental. mountain? Mm-hmm. You, I've seen really tough looking monster people cry. Like I've, I've seen, I've seen, this, and then I've seen very unfit people make it. Like, so it's, your body is what gets you there, but what gets you back is your mind. Mm. So you definitely need physicality. You yeah. need, you need, you need phys- to train. You need to train. But pff, I've climbed with with people with one leg. I've climbed with oh. people with no legs. Like they have, uh, you know, uh, fitted um, uh, extremities. So I've, I've, you know, someone who was blind climbed Everest, and someone like you, wow. you, the human. Uh, body is incredible but the human uh, mind and the human um, conviction is amazing so you really it's a mind game like after a while your body wants to shut that like your 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 pain is an indication to stop but you need to train yourself to push past the pain when you're climbing so yeah. and there's it's it's one of the few sports that no matter how much time you spend in the gym training for it, it will never be as much as the time you spend doing the sport. Mm. Most sports, you spend X amount of time in the gym and then 20 minutes doing the sport or half hour doing the sport or doing a sprint for a few seconds or doing a, 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 a volleyball set for 21 points, right? So the amount of time you spend doing the sport is way less than the amount of time that mountaineering is the opposite. So the amount of time you spend Prepping is nowhere near the amount of time you spend actually there because you're in it. Like yeah. you don't finish a tough climb and then go into a spa and shower and have someone massage you. <laughs> yeah. and like, oh, you don't. Awesome. Yeah. You don't. Like you, 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 you walk for 12, 14 hours and then you stand in the blizzard, make, make camp. Yeah. And then you go get water and boil the water, and then you yeah, cook the food. Whole, like it's like a lifestyle. whole lifestyle. Yeah. you're in there. It's like a f- it's yeah expedition style mountaineering. So a lot yeah. of people don't realize this, yeah. and they think, oh, it's easy. I'm like, easy. Come on, you you need to try it to see what I'm talking about. Well, maybe it's because you make it easy, Raha. No, come on. <laughs> I'm I'm really glad. That's the best compliment ever. But there are days where I look. Like I looked at the content. I'm like, I'm not posting this. I'll never get a date. <laughs> if oh I'm, no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was no, there like I'm going to show you time? off. Ca- off, off uh, I, I looked like Sideshow Bob. Like. <laughs> oh my God, I but hey, I, I look like Sideshow Bob when I wake up in the morning and I haven't done <laughs> yeah. anything. You've climbed I a freaking mountain. <laughs> we all do. Like We all have that side. Yeah. But like, it's just the, the physicality is tough, but the mental game, oof, mm. does it. But was, is there like a specific experience or day or moment that that's you so vividly remember when your body shut down and your mind is like i'm giving up it was there like something you can okay. share with us um denali first time because i did denali twice first time i think day number 18 or something bad storm bad snow uh, cracks all night we couldn't when i say night but there's no night like it's 24 hours sun yeah. um 
snow up to your to your thighs when you go out of the tent, you know, to go to the lycanemic to the loo or something. And then at some point you couldn't even leave the tent because it was dangerous because you couldn't see. So day number 18 or whatever, um, I developed, I was so stressed, I developed uh, a, a stress rash, an eczema rash. And I, it was so itchy because the, the clothes is dirty. So I literally was like in the least I could be wearing in my sleeping bag with my head sticking out. Like that's the only thing I could do because everything else was just, if I put clothes on, it was itchy. And then I lost all my toenails. Uh, my eyebrows <laughs> it was just wow, and then pimples. Every, it was just I'll show you a picture. Oh, that sounds brutal, yeah. brutal. And it's twenty four hours sun, so the sun's beating you down, and you're in a tent, the width of this table, which oh, is oh wow, which is nothing. Five, five, yeah. five, four meter, four meters or something, with two other people that haven't oh. showered as well. Two males. Like, can I just say? She has her eyebrows now. She looks fabulous. Uh, she yeah, looks very glamorous. Thank right you. Now. <laughs> Thank you. My, so did, my mom, did my mom pay you? Did my mom pay you? Um, so imagine like you're in that situation. No summit because it's bad storm. So mm. we need to go down. You don't have enough food to stay and wait for oh, a wow. second weather window. So not even a summit. I'll never forget that moment. So I'm sitting there. I had my sat phone. I could only speak to my parents once every few days for like less than a minute. And I called uh, my mom and my mom and my sister. So I was calling usually the same time of the day because they can all be together. So I called my mom and my sister. And coincidentally, my cousin was there as well. And my, this cousin, Moody, who I adore, has a very soft, very soothing, very high, very kind voice. And I, dad has known me for a long time. I'm a bit of a tough cookie, right? Yeah, like yeah. I, you've known me for 20 years. Yeah. Like you, I'm not the most like crybaby. Like it's not my character no, at all. So not at all. It's it's rare that that happens. <laughs> my my sister hands the sat phone to my cousin, and I was literally like in that state. I just explained to you, and she just says, "Hi, Habibti, how are you?" With that beautiful tone, and I just went <laughs> <laughs> like cry, bawling, bawling, and then my cousin, she was on speakerphone. She's like are you crying? Yeah. And then I couldn't hear my sister in the background. Raha's crying. She's dying. <laughs> because like, I never cry. The fact that I'm crying means I'm going to God. Yeah. Like this, I, I've had car accidents with like broken noses, not a peep. Cause wow. I'm just that person. Yeah. I'm just that. Like there's a few triggers in my life that make me cry and I'm not a cry baby. So everyone was like, she's gonna die. Cause oh, I was no. crying. And then I cried for four days straight. It was this, I was eating, I was laughing, but tears were just, it was an, an emotional yeah. flood. Like I can't explain it until this day. I'm more in touch with my emotions after that. Okay. So I'm more, I'm more comfortable with crying. I'm more like, I used to not. And then after that, it softened me. It wow, really, Denali broke you. Yeah. It, it didn't break me because I went back and I got that goddamn summit. Awesome. <laughs> Good. Yeah. But it, 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 it shaped me in a way, it left something in me that, yeah could never be like reversed. But uh, it's a good thing, right? It's because a, well, during that time I was like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. But two years later, when I found the courage to go back, it made me stronger as a human mm -hmm. being. It made me more in touch with my emotions. It, it changed me in a yeah. way, but like at that moment, I'll tell you, like, oh, it was wow. like a very hard, um, and then you, we, we had, and then two days later, they're like, okay, we need to go back down. And we walked for 20 hours Oof. with not a single like piece of toenails. Yeah. Well, you stop every hour. That sounds horrifying. Yeah. You stop every hour for, uh, six minutes, not, not more than 10 minutes to, to eat, drink, bathroom, check your sunblock, check your. But how do you, how do you prepare for something that's grueling? Like how? So I did, I did training. So I did mountaineering training before Denali. And it was one of my last ones. So I, I trained myself and I prepped myself and, and I'm super organized and I'm very like, I'm very systematic yeah. and organized. I'm very, it's amazing that someone as free spirited as me has this OCD organization yeah. <laughs> system. Yeah, it is very if you look strange. At, if you look at my apps, it's the funniest thing ever. If you look at my apps, my friends make fun of me because they are color coded. Oh wow! Yeah, she's showing us her phone now. Yeah, you need to do that. Okay, once we're done with this, you're doing. You're coming to my house. They're you're color organizing coded. Me. <laughs> my apps are all color coded. So. Incredible. 
but that's kind of it makes you a good climber because like you have a system okay yeah uh, um eat bathroom uh, water check your sunblock put the gear back on make sure everything's good and go like you have to do that yeah you can't be spontaneous you can't on be, a mountain you can't yeah. be lazy you can't be uh um what's the word you can't be uh sloppy mm. because sloppiness kills people wow like i always say that if you cut corners the corners will cut you like you should never do that and i take that in many of my life you know i, I don't do anything half-assed it's yeah. a disaster like everything i do like 120 percent. I, i it's a bit of a detriment as well like i know you know what i wish i had that uh a that um, trait because i have asked everything as hanin you know cuts <laughs> Cut she's the corner cutter I cut you do you? everywhere i don't know i think it's my iranian side but but <laughs> does it it comes back to bite yeah of course so it comes back to yeah. bite like you and i tend to not like i like to do everything like quality like i like to do everything mm. like you know yeah and that's why you've gotten so far i mean it's not every day that you can climb mountains and it's not like a mountain a little one in fajera we're talking like Kilimanjaro, Everest, because you you did Everest, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did yeah, the seven summits. So I yeah, but the thing is, that the thing I'd like to highlight to people is that what I did after mountaineering was was the tough. Ooh, tell tough, us. Yeah, well, trying to put myself, trying to package myself in the social media times, mm. uh, very uniquely and not. Uh, take away from who I am was very hard. Like trying to be your own PR, be your own age is really, really yeah, difficult. It's very difficult. It's very difficult, but it takes a certain amount of like discipline, a certain amount mm. of, of work ethic to get there. But that that was one of the most difficult things. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's funny you say this, as a Saudi Arabian woman, do you feel like you got any backlash for being <laughs> so different? And like doing something that no one really does. I don't think we have the time for this one. <laughs> no, those are the ones we love to hear um, about. Hey, uh, okay, I'll be fair. In the beginning, like most new things, mm-hmm. it was not acceptable. It was like, oh my god, what is she doing? Ah, like it was yeah. like beginning of so before social media has lifted the veil on yeah. the amount of Arab women that are completely different backgrounds and com- completely different. Uh, um, characters it was like oh my god it's how the moment climbing mountains the sky is falling like yeah. it was just it's a complete meltdown like, it's ridiculous. Ah, like i think they couldn't they couldn't just you know you know they couldn't comprehend co- cannot compute uh, yeah cannot, you know this cannot compute this is how imagine it was like short-circuiting yeah. and then a few years have passed and the social media has literally put spotlight on the amount of array of different saudi women i don't look so bad <laughs> Oh wow! Like years later, like it's been eight years now. But do you think it was more about how everyone was, like outside of the Middle East, were realizing what a big accomplishment it is for you? You know, kind of having the West approve what you're doing, mm. and then they came running and said, "Actually, you know what? Yes, yay, she's doing great." I think it was. Uh, no, I don't think it was because the West ac- accepted because they don't really care what the West says. I th- okay, that's I th- good. I genuinely think it's because in comparison to other Saudis or Khalijis in the social media world, mm-hmm. I'm not so bad. Do you know what I mean? Like I think in the <laughs> okay. next couple of, like in the beginning it was like, oh my God. Yeah. But now it's more like, oh, she climbs mountains. She's an athlete. Like okay. they've become more aware, more accepting and also there's other way more bigger fish to fry do you know what i mean yeah no i think it's also realizing that i think educating themselves i think that's the biggest thing because expanding your view exactly yeah and i guess social media has opened up a lot of eyes and opened up the world to a lot of people where they wouldn't necessarily have seen or read or heard about or accepted or or celebrated or whatever so it's a it's a it's a mix And so, so now that everyone's happy and you're doing well and accepted, you still get hate. Yes. So the hate has has evolved. Oh wow. Okay. So it used to be, oh my God, you're doing something. This is wrong. And when you ask them what's wrong, but it's wrong. When you ask them what is wrong, they don't have anything to say because Mm -hmm. now it's turned into trolls. Oh. Um, I can't imagine someone trolling you. I mean, why would someone troll you? Ooh, um, mainly, I think I, how can I say this politely? <laughs> I challenge the status quo of what beauty is to them. Oh. So I think because I don't fit the criteria of 
the social media mm, characters yeah okay? and i don't have the typical look and i i like to keep my hair curly and i have a sharp nose and i average lips i think because i work with big brands like you know big mm. fashion brands they criticize oh she's ugly how could you pick her and so it's, it's a superficial thing which i think is absolutely well, ridiculous well it, it can be something as deep as you don't represent arabs or saudis because of x y and z that's that's yeah. very hurtful to me of course i don't really care what anyone thinks of how i look god made me this way and uh, you're beautiful thank can you I just say, thank you yeah, and and, so and i i and i appreciate all types of beauty and i appreciate all types of women and i appreciate if you want to improve something in yourself i appreciate women who have the guts to go and do plastics so i appreciate everybody but i don't appreciate how that standard is pushed on me yeah so i have lots of people from ba- lots of backgrounds who i support and love who have done x y and z and i love them and i support them and i think they're beautiful but when people say oh my god you need to invest in a nose job it makes me really frustrated because That's you are in yeah you are enforcing your view of what beauty is on me yeah and if and if i I don't have the stubborn character it might hurt me of course. i've been called fat i've been called yeah oh my god can we fat. can we yeah i've been the called shock fat on my yeah. face because you are teeny not even close i mean i'm not i'm not short but i'm not you're a tall fat, but I'm not lean fat. girl thank you but yeah. i'm not i'm not fa- you can't call me fat you and are then, far from fat and you shouldn't call anyone fat Asan, like it's it wrong like, even even if you're fat like Sarah's it's having just, a meltdown i know i just can't These no, but Sarah, really but this is mean. what i'm trying to explain to you it doesn't hurt me personally but when when someone puts in one of my videos publicly you're fat and then the young girls comment under it if she's fat then what am i or if she's ugly then ana ish yeah. it kills me mm. it kills me and it's hurtful and it's it, you you're killing the confidence of young people yeah and i'm not against anyone's choices if you really want to go and improve go mm. i i salute you i'll take you to the doctor i'll pick you up i'll feed you ice cream because i'm proud of your own choices but don't hold up a mirror and point at me and say you are ugly because you don't look like a fad or because yeah. you don't look like ex actress and because do you know what i mean like yeah. almost on a daily basis i get almost and thankfully with with instagram they have filtering yeah. so i already a big nose goes I, i don't even see it khishm uh, kabir oh fat bagara uh, this all goes But why do we do this to each other? Why do we tear each other down? Why can't we just celebrate different beauties? Like I don't I think it goes back to insecurity of other people cuz um I don't know about you when I'm insecure about something of myself when I look at someone that's something that I'm searching in them you know Dara, you would never go on and no, publicly No, I would never publicly do that, but then these are also uh, this is what I like to think when it comes to trolls is that they're stuck in their own ways. and they're they envy people that have done things with their lives they envy people that they're doing things that they wish they would do but they they're never had the courage yeah and and i think because they hide behind like all these weird names yes. <laughs> sitting on their toilets you know mm-hmm. tro- trolling then they don't realize how painful it can be yeah. um so how do you i mean you're you're obviously a very confident woman i can tell but it took work i used to i used to hate my face i used mm-hmm. to hate my nose i used to hate i used to say oh my god I'll will never be I used to say that to my uh, growing oh my up yeah. I used to say I have mankush hair I used to have I used to have bushy eyebrows before it was cool uh I used to be flat as a pancake before I became athletic um and uh y- you know you 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 put yourself how did how did you develop that yeah. thick skin um I gr- as a teen when all my girlfriends were life uh, them beautiful I told myself I will be the smart witty one <laughs> So I accepted as a teen that I will never be the pretty one. I accepted that I won't be the beauty of the group. And that kind of stuck with me until my late 20s and when I got to university Zahra has known me and I think I haven't changed one lick at all. <laughs> I mean you're still beautiful. Have you're you more did? of a woman now. Yeah, but I think character was I think I haven't changed no, at all. No, at all. Like, at same all. character. So yeah. I kind of accepted that I don't have the standards of what be, and that kind of helped me grow into a woman that except that I don't fit the typical mm-hmm. status quo. Yes, from time to time I feel oh my god, I feel so ugly because this is normal we're human mm, beings. Yeah, we're still humans. But the more people tell me, especially my nose, the more people tell me you should go do it, the more I remind myself, no. Mm. I'm not because I'm Arab, 
this is what an Arab yes. nose looks like. This is what an Arab nose looks like. And I like it. And if you, if I have so many people that I am so proud of for improving their look on, because this is a personal choice, it doesn't mean that we all have to be the same. It doesn't mean that she is beautiful or I am more beautiful or whatever. Everyone has their own unique, their own unique yeah. look. And by all means, you want to improve yourself, honey, go for it. Yeah. But don't hold yourself hostage to a standard that doesn't exist. Don't hold yourself hostage to a beauty standard that is going to fade. In fact, eyebrows, eyebrows. I remember growing up, this style of making them thin was, mm. was in. Yeah, yeah, and we all, all remember the early 2000s. Exactly, <laughs> and everybody was making like tadpoles. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't, I hated them. I think I did them once that way, and I looked like Cruella de Vil. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to do this. And I, I kept my eyebrows, and now eyebrows are in. Uh, body shape, it used to be not cool that you're a little bit flat-chested and big-bootied, and now it's like that, the in type, mm. like the Rihanna's and the Beyonce's and J-Lo's, it's, it's in. So find your own beauty, your own voice there and surround yourself with people that will feed that and remove anything, especially social media, remove anything that is brainwashing you into thinking that yeah. there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Unfollow, stop comparing. If something really truly bothers you, you want to improve it by yourself, go out, go get that surgery, go yeah. do the thing you want. You want to have bigger boots, go do your nose. You want to have a different nose, go do your nose. Do it for you. Yes, I think that's the main thing. For yourself. Do it for you, not for other people. For your own self. Mm. Don't do it in comparison or because you want to be in the same bar of other people because it doesn't exist. Yeah, because no matter what you do, there's always going to be another level that you want to get to and another level. So if you keep... Content. Yes, you have, you to, have be to be content. You have to be also grateful. You know, there's always someone else that wants to look like you. But yeah, and I just I, love, I think people, especially women, especially nowadays in, in social media, they need to fall in love with themselves again. Mm. You, you need to re-fall in love with yourself first. And I always encourage women to be your own best friend. Yeah, that's so true. Be it's your, funny you say that. Be your own best friend. Because my therapist is like, would you speak to yourself the way you, sp would you speak to your best friend the way you speak to yourself? I'm like, oh my God, no way. She totally speaks to me that way. <laughs> Except Hanin. I speak to her like trash, so that's normal. But yeah, you have to speak to yourself. The but same she's your you person. Like everyone has a yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she, she gets person. it. It's how I show my love, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you need you need mirrors as friends. You need, yeah. you need that. But also you need to, and I, I can't stress this enough, make peace with yourself. Like it, mm. it's really hard and we're harsh on ourselves. And I get so frustrated when I get this hate on social media. And it's like, why are you why are you being you're why are you tearing someone down yeah. why why are you doing this like why and then i th like you said Hanim, like i think it's a very big insecurity and mm. if i am living in this then she should be in it too yeah and then the other side is sexism and social media mm. um men saying oh you're dressing provocatively and the same guys and i, I out okay this is a long topic i think it's going to take us more than <laughs> but like out of the blue once a guy was criticizing me and I was really bored that day. So I chose to open his account and see who he's following out of curiosity. Yeah. So he was critiquing my clothes. And if you follow me on social media, like I, you, yeah. show me one knee. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, I, I would say you're conservative dresser. I'm very yeah. conservative dresser. Um, because I represent a whole nation and yeah. I don't want anyone to take away from my achievements by criti critiquing something yeah. as simple as outfit. Yeah. So I'm very careful with these things. Um, so this guy was critiquing my account and out of the blue, I just wanted to just... So I followed him and he accepted. And I looked at his followed account and it's disgusting. Like he was following disgusting accounts. So I went in, took screenshots of every single picture that he liked. <laughs> This right. is the level of petty yeah, that I, really I was bored that day and I was having a hard time and yeah. I was just sick of it. So I took screenshots and like, uh, and I took a screenshot of Ayat Quran uh, when you, know, you shouldn't uh, you know, judge. Uh, judge uh, yeah. I highlighted it, sent it to him. I'm like, here, go in case you missed it. And yeah. Before you come and criticize me, intelasm to the basar on yeah. these things. You know, just, <laughs> just FYI. You know, I mean, those kind of people on social media is like a whole other thing that, like, I don't even know how they function. But, but uh, find the courage to to stand up for yourself, yeah. and um, you know, there are some of the most incredible women in history that beat 
the norm of what the status quo of beauty is. Mm. Be that 1% of person. Celebrate who you are. Go after the best version of you for yourself, whether it's wanting to get a surgery, if wanting to lose weight or wanting to put on weight, whatever it is that you want to do to better yourself. Yeah, and do it for yourself. Do it for you. Yeah. If you are stuck on the island, would you still want to do this? Yeah, you know, I you, love that. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Yeah, and, and I think the having that confidence and, and loving yourself kind of... it oozes into everything else you do yeah. it, it connects you to everything and then you end up being confident enough to do the things that you've always wanted but to sometimes do. you have to fake it like the confidence has to be put on like yeah. i always tell people walk into a room already an equal yeah just have that air yeah and a lot of my male friends say that about me they're like you're intimidating i'm like listen if you talk to me for five minutes you realize that i'd rather be barefoot on the beach playing volleyball like, yeah but i carry myself with that kind of tone because i want to be respected in whatever table I'm in, mm. especially in my 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 career, like with sports with yeah. men, I want to be um, an equal. We're not the same; males and females aren't yeah. the same, but we're equal. So walk in wherever you go already, demanding that respect, even yeah. if you don't feel it. Try to have that that so air, like fake it till you make it, kind of. Yeah, um, I, yeah but I kind of don't like that because sometimes people fake it too much. Like <laughs> they, sometimes people take that the wrong way and yeah. Photoshop everything and uh, fake everything, and uh, you know. No, but like fake the confidence. Yeah. Like, so live it. Um, like, uh, yes. how do you say it? Like, um, dig it in your. Uh, like yeah. uh, plant, plant it, yeah. plant it in yourself. Like you, you t- pull it out of thin air because because yeah. eventually, the more you do that, eventually you will really believe it and confidence and it will, is yeah. built. Yes, but, and I still get like still sometimes I look at my videos. I'm like, oh my god, I can't look at the video. But accept that you won't always look great. Accept yeah. that not everybody will find you pretty. Accept that. Uh, you know the world is full of tastes and you know yeah i think it goes back to just being content and, and happy and grateful with yeah. everything from your fit from your appearance to your job to whatever it is just have that confidence and be grateful for what you there's have there's nothing you more go. beautiful than a, a soul that's happy and content nothing yes. i've seen gorgeous people with terrible attitudes mm. that i couldn't sit yes we have <laughs> There's a lot of those, unfortunately. And you can yeah. feel their era. You can yeah, feel their energy. Horrible energy. Mm. You can and just, as beautiful as they are, their energy just completely makes their fainted. face look horrendous. Horrendous. Yeah. And then you just realize that, oh, she's just, or he's just handsome, or oh, yeah. this is, and you, you, I would, I would never be able to be with someone that's so um, void of warmth and void of substance know, substance yeah. and yeah. like beauty isn't yeah. everything so i have one um last question for you last already oh uh, yeah i know uh, it's almost an hour i mean we could it's, keep I going mean, yeah on, maybe we're gonna have to have you back again I mean, anytime yeah <laughs> we're good oh we have time we have time um yeah. what's next for you yeah <sighs> good question um covid kind of like for mm. everyone kind yeah. of threw the wrench into like the works i had lots of stuff lined up for last year and it i'm i'm not i'm not complaining but it was hard i'm not complaining what happened because thankfully my parents are alhamdulillah healthy my friends are healthy i'm healthy um it was hard for me it gave me a chance to spend time with my family that i never did but at the same time, it gave me a chance to sit and reflect and see what I want to do. I always did that, but it kind of like forced you to do it. So what's next? Honestly, um, I would love to to continue, like whether it's getting my book published or getting it into like a series or something, because I've been trying to get my story out there beyond just the Arab culture. Amazing. So that would be an amazing thing gift for my family as well because they deserve uh recognition on this the other thing is and my mom always like gets a gasp when i say this i would love to go to space oh wow so that's always been a dream of mine the highest peak you can go yeah the highest you can go (laughs) let's just hope it's not one way to get yes um i would love to go however well with everything happening i think at some point i will i will be able to find a way to go Mm. and the next decade i think it's going it's to incredible it's changing yeah it's huge 
So maybe uh, one day I'll go, and I, I I believe if I say it enough to the universe, I'll get. You yes. know, I've applied every single thing you can imagine. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, the confidence will get you there. It'll get you you'll to the try. moon. You try <laughs> literally, like you'll try. Yeah. Um, uh, I I I applied to this dear moon thing, so I oh, don't know. Wow. You never know. Well, we've got our fingers Thank crossed, you. and we hope you get to do I all the incredible so. things. I hope so. I hope so. But but honestly, if if you ask. A, you know, ten-year-old me. What did you want to be when you grow up? I would always say happy. Oh, that's so, so nice. And I and I I still second that. I mean, and you're happy now. I'm happy. I mean, look, happy doesn't mean everything's okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean that everything's peachy. It just mm. means that you're content and you're you're working on where you where you're going. So I always tell people that don't. Um, don't underestimate what it means to try to find happiness. It, whether it's in the j- job you want or the hobby you do or the finding the partner you want or building the family. But I, I see so many smiling eyes that are dead. Like I saw so many mm. people that are alive but not living. So yeah. I always tell people to try to find that. And don't get me wrong. I get days where I'm like, I call them no pants, you know, yeah. Netflix days. Like just sitting That's on every day for me. But. Oh. <laughs> Zara, we yeah. need to hang out yeah, more. Yeah. But like, don't let that be the majority let it be the time for you to rest and yeah. to you know unwind but like uh, try to find those things that make you happy it doesn't have to always be expensive and far away and like mm. it doesn't always have to be that it's the little things as well things. that eventually become bigger and yeah. help you get to bigger and, and things and it's an actual choice and an mm. actual job to want to be happier everyone thinks that it just comes to you and it doesn't no, you, you genuinely find it. Yeah. a lot of work a lot of work last year i went through some of the most difficult times for me last year and i was i couldn't recognize myself what the last two months uh oh. before things got better i couldn't recognize myself i was just sitting in my room and that's okay you get days like that but you find have to power through those exactly days. yeah find those things that you know ignite and light your life because they don't they don't just come to you like you have to actively go so Amazing. Amazing. I'm so inspired. I know. Right? Oh, so I want to go out there I and mean, do if, something. If Raha can climb mountains and then Charlotte go to the moon, Inshallah. I can do things too. So that Everybody. was very, very inspiring, Raha. Thank, Thank you, you so yeah. much for your well time and all, all the encouragement. Yes. And, and I'm sure we'll have you back on because there's so much anytime. more I want to talk about. And there's so many things that you touched on that are so inspiring. And I'm so grateful to have you as a friend yeah, and I've have been, you on the on I've the known podcast. the girls since university, for those of you yeah. who didn't put the two and two <laughs> together. So they've known me like... So like the, what, five years now? Huh? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much again, Raha. And good luck You're with everything. Welcome.